Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sinapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I'm drinking strawberry salon black tea and some shortbread biscuits. So, let's get real. 24 years ago, I was newly married, and we were at a church. In fact, a month after we got married, we went to a church and got to pastor there as senior pastors. Senior pastors, youth pastors, kids pastors, worship pastor. We had it all. Um, it was quite an adventure. And my mother and father-in-law came up with an idea for us to go to a island called or country called Sri Lanka. It's actually where my father-in-law is from. All of his family is there. And so the, and my, my husband was a missionary kid. So Sri Lanka has been part of his life. So they were like, hey, Jenny, let's go. And so we went to Sri Lanka. It was the first time other than Canada. And since we live in Minnesota, Canada's not that far. Other than Canada, the first time I'd ever been out of the United States. We flew there. It took forever. I will never forget the first time we landed. We landed in Germany. And I was like, wait a minute, we have to get back on the plane again? <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. I was like, this is crazy. Who knew it took this long to get around the world? And to, you know, I mean, that was 24 years ago, but still it takes that long. Um, so we got to Sri Lanka and I remember walking out of the airport going, wow, this is a different world. This is very different from Minneapolis, Minnesota, suburbs of Minneapolis. This is a very different place. Um, we went and stayed in someone's home the first night we were there. Now, I, it was kind of like, um, a place that they just had people stay at their home. So it wasn't, I don't even know what they call them. Now I feel like a nerd because I don't know what they call them. But we stayed in someone's home. And I remember we were in this teeny little room and they had no air conditioning and they had a fan on the ceiling and in Sri Lanka it is really hot and I hear the fan whipping and all of a sudden I hear this man standing outside going Malu you know I'm not going to repeat it the way he did and this really funky smell wafting in the windows it was a man walking through selling his fresh fish that he had caught in the ocean earlier and I just was the minute that I heard and smelt what was going on, I fell in love with this country. I just, there was just something so like unique um, and fun that was amazing. We were right, we were a couple blocks from the Indian Ocean. That morning we got to walk down the Indian Ocean. And I will tell you, I'm a food memory person. Um, <laughs> and I will never, ever forget the eggs that this man gave us that morning. They were the best eggs I've ever eaten that I probably will ever eat. I have no idea what he did to them, but they were delicious and delightful. They were scrambled with butter and I cannot repeat them. I do not know how to make them, but they were great. And so as we were there, um, we ended up going up into the tea plantations and staying with his um, grandma and grandpa, which we call Archie and Sia. And I fell in love with Archie, um, whose grandma, she just took me under her wing and was just so loving and kind and just, I, I can't even describe her. She was just fabulous. Um, someday I'll tell you about the story of when I last saw her. Um, she was a woman of God and just 
um, taught me a lot about God and a lot about being um, what it was like to be my mother-in-law because um, she talked a lot about um, her being my mother-in-law's mother-in-law and to give grace to my mother-in-law. She was just so, she just was so full of love. And so <laughs> um, we spent time up in the tea plantation and then we went around and we visited a lot of different people that we got to meet in the family. And so I went with my mother and my father-in-law, my husband and myself and pre-papa. And so he took care of us the whole time and made sure that we he drove us everywhere. And I spent a lot of time on the side of the road not feeling great. Um, <laughs> I'm not a great um, car. I get really, really car sick. In fact, even like on a swing, um, a porch swing, I have to stop moving because I get really car sick. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not good at motion. I like to be in one place. <laughs> so uh, we go to people's homes and they would serve us tea. Now, what I have not told you at this point is at 24 years ago, I did not like tea. There was nothing about tea that was good or yummy or there was nothing good. And so I really, really actually hated tea. So they would serve us all tea and we would switch cups. So someone else would drink their cup and then we'd switch it. I'm pretty sure that my poor mother and father-in-law drank more tea than they knew what to do with because we kept giving them cups. Um, I don't know because I would give my cup to my husband and then his would disappear. <laughs> so I'm not really sure who got all the tea. Um, but I know it wasn't me. So when I was there, um, my kitchen was a strawberry kitchen at that point. It was all full of strawberry decorations because I was obsessed with strawberries. My grandparents had many strawberry patches and I spent hours picking strawberries, eating them, picking them, eating them, picking them. There's nothing like a strawberry fresh in the sun, hot with a little bit of dirt on it. You just cannot replace that taste. Um, I know that they try sometimes, <laughs> but you just cannot replace that taste. And so strawberries, I was really obsessed with them. So I bought strawberry tea 24 years ago on our first trip as decorations for my kitchen. Now I still have, I have both of the teas still. One of them I've never opened and I'm not going to open it now 24 years later. The other one I opened and disposed of the tea, which is super sad now that I'm a tea drinker. Ugh. Anyway. So we're in Sri Lanka and I am absolutely loving the culture. And so we went twice. We went one time just right after we were married. And then three or four years later, we went again. And um, then, like I said, in the ball pits of life, we went with just my daughter, my husband and I. And that's where I fell in love with tea because I was now the tea drinker. <laughs> I wasn't a tea drinker at that point, but my daughter couldn't drink her tea. She would not drink her tea. My husband doesn't like tea. And so all the tea ended up coming to me and I fell in love with it. <laughs> that is how I fell in love with tea is we were on this vacation and we we were visiting orphanages at that point because that's really our heart is we really wanted to be involved in an orphanage. In fact, if God allowed us, I would go over there right now and start an orphanage, and that's what we would do. Um, but that's not what God's called us to right now. So 
here we are in Minnesota, enjoying the heat in Minnesota instead of in Sri Lanka. Um, so I fell in love with tea. I remember the first cup of tea I had that I actually loved. It was in an orphanage and the guy put more milk in it than he, probably he was supposed to because he's like, you just need a little bit of extra milk. And I was like, okay. And I absolutely fell in love with it. I was like, this is why people drink tea. <laughs> so if you're not a tea drinker and that's okay if you're not, try a little bit of extra milk. It really changed my life. Anyway, so when we were um, in Sri Lanka, God really showed me some amazing things. Um, one of them was, I am unique. <laughs> and I know that that seems really weird. Um, but when I was in Sri Lanka, my first time I had blonde hair and blue eyes. And I'm very, very fair skinned. And none of Cam Kevin's family are blonde, eye and blue, blonde hair, blue eyes. Now, I've recently, since then, I've changed my hair color. I'm no longer a blonde because my hairdresser thinks that I need to be another color. And I, you know, I'm not going to argue with her. She's the professional. What do I know about life? <laughs> Especially hairdressing. But I am unique. And I got there. And it, even though I'm unique and I'm different, I can still be loved. I don't need to fit into the perfect mold to be loved. And I never understood that until I went to Sri Lanka and grand, grandma Archie really I felt like she loved me I really did I felt like she absolutely loved me even though I was not the granddaughter that he, she had had from everybody else you know all of her other granddaughters do not look like me and they're all very thin and beautiful and that is not my jam <laughs> I mean I'm beautiful in my own way and I was loved and I was cherished. And I think that God worked something in my life through that. Because we so often try to fit into other people's molds. We try to be what other people need us to be. And that's my challenge this week. Is what mold are you trying to fit into that you just don't fit into? What in your life are you trying to make a circle fit into a square peg and God's like I made you a square peg you are not a circle you are not like everybody else around you and it's okay God has big plans for you for this blonde hair blue-eyed Sanapanaratna um, I'm unique and I'm different and there aren't very many of blonde blue hair blonde hair blue-eyed Sanapanaratnas out there um, but I can still embrace that um, I am who I am and God has called me to be something that, you know, is different than my husband who can fit into any culture. He just has that beautiful skin tone and um, beautiful eye color. He can just fit anywhere and he looks like he belongs there and I stick out like a sore thumb everywhere we go. Ah! But so often that's what we feel like. We feel like we stick out. Lord, why didn't you make me something else? You know, why didn't you make me thin? Why didn't you make me heavier? Why didn't you make me with a beautiful voice? Why, you know, we can go on and on about the ways we don't fit. But sometimes you need to understand that God made you that way for a specific reason. And that there is a mold for you to fit that you do not need to fit into other people's. And that has been the hardest thing in my life 
to figure out because I've talked before that I'm a woman of size and fluffiness and it is hard to live in a skinny person's world. It just is. It's hard. And as a woman of size, people look at you and go, oh, she doesn't, she's lazy. You know, I mean, there's so many things that happen with that and I'm not. And I fight against those stereotypes all the time that I'm not a lazy person. Um, God you know, there are ways for me to probably become thinner, but it's not happening right now. You know, God has a purpose for this. And when I, I actually really worked very hard against not speaking because you never see women of size speaking. It very rarely have I ever gone to a women's convention and not had someone in the front that was fully put together, a beautiful size, beautiful hair, had everything together. You never see a Jenny up on stage. <laughs> someone that is barely holding things together and her Bible is full of things that fall out when she's speaking. And God said, Jenny, I need you to speak because people need to see real. People need to see that they don't need to fit into that mold too to make a difference for God or to make a difference in someone else's life. So this week, I want you to think about what holes you're trying to fill that you're not supposed to be filling. Why did God make you unique? What what did he do that made you different than everybody else around? And you have fought against it for years going, but I just want to be like everybody else in this area. And God's saying, but that uniqueness is going to open doors and is going to do great things. So you can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. Let's embrace our uniqueness this week. Let's embrace that we do not fit into the mold everybody else fits into. And it is a struggle and it is a frustration a lot of times in life. But God made you unique for a special purpose and a special thing. And I'm not real sure what mine is yet, but I'm sure someday I'm going to be standing in front of a bunch of women that go, thank you for not being perfect. Thank you for being your unique you so we could be our unique us. You all have a great week. Find your uniqueness and where you fit.